MindZone Muscle Community, welcome to the Fitness Pro Mentors interview series. If you want to hear some amazing interviews from amazing fitness professionals all over the world, please join our Fitness Pro Mentors private Facebook group. But today, let's make it rain. Fitness Pro Mentors, I'm here with Daryl, and he told me his titties are lifted for this interview. He's been doing some push-ups, getting jacked to make sure he looks great, so him and I can talk about his experience with the Fitness Pro Mentorship. If you're new to Fitness Pro Mentors, we are all around, all about marketing and lead generation and trying to help you build the system so you can have the career of your dreams. This client-centric, data-driven marketing and lead generation practice is my favorite thing because ultimately... Whatever career you want, you can build it, but you just need to be seen by the right people and have the right systems in place. Speaking of being seen, Daryl, it's so nice to see you. How are those titties doing? They're good, thanks, Brown. I didn't think you were actually going to say that, but... Uh... You did. So uh, they're good. Thanks. They're good. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. I thought it'd be kind of funny. Um, yeah, no. So Daryl, I'm really excited to have you here. So anyone who's tuning in, Daryl is uh, one of our students. We've done a few different pieces on him. Uh, we got a big crop of people coming through right now. So we're gonna have some really cool content coming up. But I really want to kind of go one on one with Daryl because he has a really cool story. He's been doing some amazing stuff that's extremely relatable to many of you. Um, so Daryl, if you don't mind me asking, I know when we first chat, uh, you kind of got two big things going on when you're jumping into the program. Before we go into that, do you mind telling everybody a little bit about yourself, your personal training background, and how you even got into the fitness world? Yes. So um, so I've been in the, in the industry for about 17, nearly 18 years now. Um, and like many, just I love loved sport, love training and exercise, but I always kind of preferred the actual being in the gym training. Uh, I admit I probably wasn't the... Uh, good enough of an athlete to to compete at a high level so i kind of like decided you know the pumping iron bit was uh was more fun so that was kind of uh you know my my early kind of road into into becoming a fitness professional enjoyed training seemed like a natural transition to want to work with people that wanted to train and get in shape that's amazing man and now with all of that i mean when we spoke you've been doing this i mean you've been doing this longer than i have which is awesome i think i'm some sort of old school but you've been doing this for a while which is great you've been around you've probably seen a lot of different fitness trends um if you don't mind me asking i mean you developing your personal training career building a one-on-one practice um how has that been for you and what have been some of the biggest roadblocks that you faced along the way it's a very good question um i think I think the, the, the I think for me personally, some of the bigger the bigger roadblocks have been just that having that confidence to be like, okay, I'm going to build something of my own. Um, I fell into the trap of um, you know I was very lucky that I've, I've worked in some really good gyms you know in, in, in London where you know I had access to good clients, but it was always under somebody else's under somebody else's banner. You know, working for somebody else's business, or as I said to you before, you know, being a cog in somebody else's wheel. And the problem is, you get comfortable there. You know, you you get a good enough commission. I had opportunity to travel with clients and things like that. And but it's not your own baby. It's not you know. You're sometimes you're you, you're you end up being in positions where you're maybe not entirely working with the clients that you really want to work with. You're kind of like, okay, this I've got a good client for you, and you go and work with that person. And I think it got to a point where you know, although I was making good money, it was like, I'm not happy doing this because I'm not, you know, I don't have the the license to really do what I want to do and work with the people that I really want to work with. So I think that was the biggest one. 
Yeah, that's tough. I mean, and that's one of the things I think happens with a lot of personal trainers is that we find an amazing place to work with amazing leaders and an amazing reputation, but you kind of become this like ad hoc chef where you're not really like an expert at cooking steaks or making subs or pizza or whatever it is. It's like, all right, I'm just going to make whatever you want. But I mean, we've talked about it within marketing and within results is that if you're kind of working for everyone and marketing to everyone, you'll ultimately get no one because you're too far dispersed and not one any particular niche will know how to find you. Over the last, well, I mean, you've been with us for a few months now, but I mean, how has your perspective changed from being that servicing everyone down to servicing a small group? Um, yeah, so I mean, the, 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 you know, the first thing that I'll say, and this is obviously with help from you guys and the FPM approach is like, really you know writing down getting to know and understand what my avatar is you know who i'm really passionate about working with uh and then starting to just you know tailor everything in my business towards you know reaching those people you know whether it's content creation um my my, my sales approach um and just gearing everything towards that and you know it's that's been it's been very profound it's obviously it's a, it's a slowly but surely approach um because a lot of this you know, this stuff is new to me, uh, despite the fact that I've got some skin in the game. Um, but no, that's been the big game changer. And now I'm starting to see that more people are coming into my world that I want, you know, really want to be there or, you know, the people that I want to work with. So yeah, that's, that's been a huge one. I love it. And I think that there's such an amazingly powerful thing there because, you know, if you come into this program and you have scale sales skills, you have presentation skills, maybe you're even an instructor for another education program, which we have some RTS instructors in the program, which is a lot of fun. Even if you have all of that education in that background, I think learning how to be a better storyteller in the context of who is in front of you, your client avatar, or at least who you want your client avatar to be is such a powerful thing. I mean, Daryl, if you don't mind me asking, you said that, you know, You've made some big changes there. Can you give me an example where you've made a big change, uh, maybe in your content creation or your language that's helped serve your avatar better? Definitely. I mean, the the Facebook group and trying to build a community, uh, you know, around the kind of people that I want in my world has been huge. Integrating things like live trainings and doing more, you know, just getting better at being on camera and getting my um, getting my story across and getting the right messaging across. Um, again, still work in progress, but that's been huge because I, I am not the most comfortable, you know, I'll admit I'm not the most naturally comfortable on camera. Um, so that's, I've had to really overcome that. And, you know, with your guys' help, that's been, been a big win, a big win for me. So, uh, yeah, that's a huge not a huge one. <laughs> now, yeah, and you're doing amazing. I mean, all the camera work that you're doing, the communication you're doing, it's absolutely fantastic. And one thing that's been really exciting through our program is you've had some really consi- consistent lead gen weeks where you're getting consistent clients each week. Could you speak to how changing your content creation, being on camera more, uh, doing more live training, can you speak to how that's translated to lead generation and growth for you specifically? Yeah, I think some of it comes down to once people start to see that okay this is kind of where this guy's this is this guy's wheels wheelhouse so to speak um and you're starting to people are starting to maybe refer you know whether it's to my facebook group or people are tagging their friends in my in my content because they're like oh this person will this resonate this might resonate with a friend of mine and so so that's that's definitely been something that i've seen more of which has been good uh, and I mean, the, the referral thing as well has been a huge, huge one in terms of just that, that face-to-face 
speaking with clients about referrals and you know uh generating leads that way as well but yeah the um I think the you know the referral thing, whether it's online or in person, has been a big one. Yeah, I think building a solid referral culture is actually like it's such a simple way to get busier. But how that you mechanically do that, I mean, it's absolutely a game changer because you don't want to like bleed the well, so to speak. You want to know how to go about doing it and have active in person different strategies you use each month to leverage the current people in front of you without bugging them and driving them nuts. Now, Daryl, I wanted to shift gears here. Because you said something to me once in a text message that to me was a really profound experience. Uh, and I want to touch about touch on this next part here, but you've taken some amazing education programs. Uh, I know, and we'll talk about that more here, but you said to me in one text message that before joining Fitness Pro Mentors, you were six to eight months away from leaving the career and stopping being a fitness professional, and that joining our program really reinvigorated you and gave you the tools to continue and the confidence and the accountability to keep growing your business. I don't know how deep you want to go with that, but could you speak to that? Because I think that's a very powerful thing, and I'm really honored for that, but I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, I think, you know, I, as I alluded to at the start of this conversation, you know, I, I, I was really tired of, of, of kind of being you know, um, part of somebody else's business as much as I appreciate the work. Um, and I really, I, I knew I wanted to do something for myself and have my own, my own thing in the industry, be it just my own business and eventually have my own bricks and mortar type facility, which is another goal of mine. Um, and yeah, but it was just, it was the strategy. It's like, how do I get there? And, uh, you know, I'll admit to being one of those trains that spent way too long on the you know gaining technical knowledge and not spending enough time on the business side of things and you know i, I finally got to that point so I, I i need to get better at, at the business side of things and hence why you know i came to work with with you know with you guys i mean it's yeah it's all about the strategy you know about like you said learning about okay you know what my avatar is how to market to those people setting up the group everything funneling into that one system to, to, to bring the right people in, into your world. And then, yeah, it's a, a, you know, a step-by-step approach. And then, you know, sooner or later, that's it. You've, you've got, you've got more clients that are in your world than my clients. Uh, and that's how it, you know, it, it goes from there, you know, it builds from there. So yeah, that's in a nutshell, I could talk, I could probably go on talk more about it, but I think that's the, the, the crux of it. What was the frustrating part, um, like the biggest frustration of being at someone else's place that was kind of pushing you so far that you're like, I, I don't even know if I can do this as a job anymore? Yeah, I think it was, you know, I said to you before about you become a, you start to, to be more like a commodity. Um, you know, you're, you're there as, you, you know, I, sometimes I would have people that would um, be booked in for sessions with me and they will just turn up on the day and it's like, you know, oh, I want to work on this, this, and this. And it's just like, I, I have my own clients at these places, don't get me wrong, but you had a lot of that as well. One of the gyms I worked at was a was a um, hotel setup, And you do, you get a lot of like hotel guests booked in. And uh, But yeah, it's, you know, you yeah, like you said, you, you become very good at just kind of making things up on the spot, but it's not, it's not a long-term, uh, it's not a long-term business for me. Um, so yeah, it's just, I, need, I needed something for my own, needed my own, my own uh, business. 
Honestly, Daryl, I mean, makes perfect sense. I totally get it. And I appreciate you echoing that. I mean, I, I think it's such a powerful thing to not fall in that commodity category. And I think it's where a lot of us lends to, and myself included, doubling down on the technical stuff, like so much. Like you learn how to help people get amazing results by learning things through the muscle system specialist program and through the RTS program. And it's great. And then you're not busy enough and you go, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. I need to get better at being more technical. I need to learn more about rotational inertia, more about, more about biomotor configurationalism, and you dive in further and further and further. And no doubt, you absolutely need to be good at what you do to really grow this thing. Because if you're not getting the results with people, even if you're a great business person, you might make some money up front, but that money up front might not necessarily translate to a high lifetime value, which is like, I think such a powerful thing. Um, so I love that you have that approach. I mean, and openly anyone that listens to this in the future, we're definitely not advocating that you stop learning science, but if you're not busy enough and you've, you know, you're certified RTS, certified MSS, certified MAT, whatever it is. And you spent all this time in this amazing education and you don't have the number of people in front of you, you have to take a step back and go, okay, wait a second. I've spent a lot of time and tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars in education and no one's in front of me. How come I'm not being seen? And I think that's really powerful, Daryl. I really appreciate you sharing that example. Thank you. No problems. So of all the education courses you've taken, I know that you have some boxing education, which is really cool. You work with some high-level athletes, which I can relate to you there. I'm stoked to not be doing that actually anymore. Um, you've done RTS education. I think you've got Michael Gould in your, in your wheelhouse. Uh, you've taken Greg Mack's Muscle System Specialist Program, which an ethical sales course, which we cannot endorse enough. And then now you're in Fitness Pro Mentors. For anyone who might be confused of like, well, what are the differences between these things? Could you speak to how what we're doing at FPM, how it's different than some of these other programs in your world and the tool set you've mustered? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, like one of the things that I've definitely gotten much better and you know, I really appreciate learning from you guys about is, again, is, is, is the social media, you know, the marketing, how to create the right content and, and how to make it specific to the fitness world, specific to the people that you want to get in front with, you know, in front in front of sorry and then you know from there adding in all the stuff you know that you've learned from those courses and bringing it in you know it's very inclusive of that as well um because i know that you know all you guys at, at uh, strata have studied all of those courses as well and some so um yeah it's definitely it's definitely uh, a step forward in terms of you know that that business really creating a business around that the, your avatar uh and yeah how to get the right content out to people the right message uh, and not only that, it's the daily. One thing that I really appreciate as well is is just doing those, those building those daily habits. Um, you know, like okay, waking up in the morning, okay, making sure that you are in contact with your clients. You know, making sure that you're putting a post out. You know, before on your stories and calls to action. All those little things that you just each day you're you're reaffirming and building those habits. Uh, and that's that's what it is. It's 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 habits done consistently over a period of time. It's going to build build a business. So that's, that's been a huge, a huge one. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, for anyone who's listening, I mean, I think the MSS program, like you said, if you want like a super solid in-person sales process, learn some communication skills to help transfer to that, build an assessment process. So if someone's got asymmetries from one side of their body with movement and you want to figure out how to customize exercises to solve those, the best, in my opinion, integration program that you can take. And then RTS and programs like RTS, the train phase, if you want to get amazing results with people, I mean, you got to do that. You got to learn all the biomechanics stuff because you could learn more and more exercises for days. 
But if you can actually learn up the basic rudiments that make up the exercises and mechanically, the biomechanical, physics, and anatomy pieces, you can customize it. But all of that, you need to be seen, you need to have the daily behaviors, and I hate continuing to use the word systems, but if you have like the step-by-step pieces that you can follow and go, I gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta do this, it makes it reproducible. And over time, Daryl, and I saw you put your finger up, I wanna know what you wanna, but helps you scale. Oh, you're scratching your nose. Well, that makes perfect sense. I thought it was more like a, aha, uh-huh, gotcha. <laughs> but, and so that's the whole thing. And so the funny thing that I love about social media is openly, personally, personally speaking, I'm not a big fan of social media. I have, you know, I post pictures of my family once in a while, but I could go without doing that. But social media is by far one of the most common used, most addictive platforms out there where there's massive demographics of people, especially in our world or client avatar world over the age of 45, over the age of 50, who are on Facebook and now becoming more present on things like Instagram. And so if you can leverage those platforms by giving away free content, not paid advertising, free content, and you can have a way to get your image out there, get your words out there, get your social proof out there, have awesome ad copy, get people excited about what you're doing, right? Which is a form of sales, written marketing and advertising sales, and have a, I'll call it a social media sales system, SMS, where people can see your stuff and have that transfer into whatever sales process you're going to use. Makes it so much easier. And what's beautiful about it, it's free. It's your time, which is technically not free, but it doesn't cost you any money. And if you can dial in those systems, get great images, eventually Daryl and anyone else who's listening to this, which we talk about in our Fitness Pro Leaders program, is how to delegate that to other people. Because ultimately, if you can make it reproducible, you can hire a social media person one day and say, hey, here you go. Do this for me. Do this for me. And your hands are just right off of it. But you have to start by building those to see what works and what doesn't work. So Daryl, we have got this whole daily behavior page that we've talked about and in our back end of our program, which has got like, I think 25 or 30 different daily things you can do to get busier and have more people see you. Of the daily social media behaviors that you've practiced, which ones have been the most fruitful for you? I think showing up, um, trying to show, showing up on the stories is a, is a good one. I think for, you know, I, I've, you know, it's, it's kind of forced me out of my comfort zone, which is obviously needed if you want to push push a little further or push your business further. Like, you know, just kind of doing ad hoc stuff, just live on camera, speaking into a camera and putting it out there. So I think that's been that's been really huge. But I just think, to be honest with you, the whole thing is needed, you know. And, and actually, like, I, I try and make a habit of it being in my morning routine just to read through it so that it's like, you know, my morning routine might be, okay, I'll do a bit of breath work or meditation a little bit of journaling and I'll read through the thing and try and organize my day and everything that I, you know, it, with regards to organizing my day is based off of that. It's based off of that sheet. So to be honest with you, the whole thing. Oh, the is, daily is behavior important. sheet? Yeah. What's that? The da- you mean the daily behavior sheet we've got in the back end? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And so if anybody's listening to this, we don't sound super elusive and secret. If you listen to this and you want to know, hey, what is that daily behavior sheet openly? Send me a message and I will send you a copy of it because I'd love for you to check it out because it's got a ton of different strategies that you can implement ASAP. It is intended just for our students. But if you're at this point where you're 18 minutes into this presentation and you want to learn more, send me a message and we would love to uh, talk about it. I mean, Daryl, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. Sorry, something I forgot to mention was the the actual just re- just general reaching out to your clients. Um, I think you know ha- having that kind of one-to-one you know, contact with your clients, where 
you know, I never used to do that much in the past, but now like, you know, the day after session, I'll be like, Hey, how was the session yesterday? How did you feel that new exercise? You know, I know you had some back problems. You know, do you feel okay from the session and keeping that kind of dialogue and keeping that conversation going outside of the session is really good, you know, for things like, you know, client retention and just building those relationships. So that's something that I wanted to, uh, wanted to, to, to bring up here. Well, thank you, Daryl. I'm, I'm glad that you did. Um, I think, you know, the idea of nurturing our current relationships is so powerful because we already have people who are invested into us. And I don't know how much they're paying you each month, but if it's 500, 300, 1,000 pounds per month, depending on how busy you are and up frequency and all that stuff, even if it's just 100 pounds, they're already invested into the Daryl Richards experience or Brandon Green or whoever it is. So if you can make them, I mean, I'm not just saying it like to, for the, no reason at all, but you really genuinely care about them and you take actions to show that you care. Uh, I mean, the value that you build is fantastic. It's, it's really, really powerful. Has some of that... Daryl, that nurturing and that curating those relationships translated to more referrals, do you think? I believe so, yes. Um, I've actually, I had a, some really good feedback from a friend of mine who he referred some, uh, he referred, put, put my name to a physio who actually referred one of her clients onto me. And, um, you know, I, I did the assessment and we've, we've had a couple of sessions, but um, I heard from my friend who referred her to, you know, we spoke to the, the physio and she said that the client was super happy and was, you know, um, yeah, was really, you know, really pleased with the assessment process and the fact that I'd taken the time to go into a lot more depth and, you know, what she'd known from a, a trainer before, not, you know, blowing smoke up uh, my backside. But um, yeah, so for sure, definitely. Awesome, Daryl. Now, one thing that you told me that I'm super excited about, and I think we'll put a pin in today just around here because we've covered so much great stuff and there's so much value in this conversation. So thank you. But you told me that you're going to take all of this Fitness Pro Mentors marketing and lead generation systems, and your plan is to take all of the locations you're at and move eventually to opening your own place in Brighton and being solo and being there 100% of the time. So opening your own studio, DBR training, amazing. Do, who do you think the Fitness Pro Mentors marketing mentorship is for? I believe it's for, I believe it's for all trainers, whether you want to have your own facility or whether you just want to have, you know, operate from a, you know, rent a space and have a, a client base. But I think it's for, it's for anyone that really wants to knuckle down, make a proper long-term business, out, you know, make a proper long-term career out of their, um, you know, out of the fitness world. And, and really work with the people that they want to work with. So if, if you're someone that wants to take it far, as far as you can, and really work with your niche, work with your avatar, then yeah, it's, it's definitely for you. Amazing, Daryl. Before we wrap up today, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you were excited to talk about that you think we should go over? Oof. Nothing off the top of my head, I'm afraid. Awesome. <laughs> Everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Honestly, don't take my word for this. Don't take Daryl's word for it. Go check out DBR Training. Check out his Instagram, his social media stuff. Amazing platforms. And honestly, the idea with this whole process, and I'm actually trying to do it with Fitness Pro Mentors to kind of make a statement, is you actually don't necessarily need a website. It really is about creating such a great platform and using the, the social media structures that are out there to build the community, grow your business, and do exactly what Daryl's doing. Get yourself set up so if you want to, make $100,000 a year or more in your own place, renting a place, or you want to open your own place, 
by all means. And openly, if you're listening to this, reach out to Daryl, ask him because we have our marketing mentorship, which is all around helping you dial in every business process you need for your own personal training practice. And if you want to be a leader and someone who's an exercise professional, who's hiring other professionals, opening their own studio, we have our Fitness Pro Leader Program. Super excited about the people in both of these programs. Uh, Daryl, thank you so much for your time. I mean, right now it's 10 o'clock here. What time is it there right now? It's, yeah, three, just gone three, quarter past. Perfect. So you can do some more push-ups, get everything lifted up a little bit more, and get ready for dinner. Sounds good. Sounds good. Daryl, thank you so much for your time. Super excited to have you around. Love chatting with you and then the mentorship. And uh, everyone, go creep Daryl. Daryl, thank you so much, man. Have a great day. Thanks, Brandon. Bye, everybody.